what it is. This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor, a very special edition today. It's number 711, which is an uh, episode number near and dear to all of our hearts, pretty sure. Um, probably has, you know, <laughs> caused all of our hearts a little a little bit of stress, you know what I mean? I ate an apple, uh, apple fritter from 7-Eleven yesterday morning. So I'm talking delicious. about. That's what I'm talking about. Had a lot of good stuff from 7-Eleven. And uh, episode 7-Eleven <laughs> is... On Tuesday, June 15th, I'm Will, we got Mark, we got Pat, we got Wes. We got a full house of Hard Factor hosts ready to chop up the news today. I'm hot right now, and it's not just my face being burnt. Well, you're hot? Like, uh, as an angry? Oh, you're angry. Well, okay, that's good for the show. You're going to bring that anger um, to some stories. Look, man, ERCOT needs to, <laughs> <laughs> needs to figure it out. The ERCOT, the Texas Energy Supply in Central Texas, the people that uh, almost killed, or they did kill like 100 people this winter uh, by shutting down the powers, is threatening to shut down the power and saying it's imminent again this summer. So they couldn't handle the cold. Now they can't handle the heat. And it's like 100 Correct. degrees uh, in Austin. We'll skip that honorable mention in the buzz when we get there. But uh, here's a meme um, I had ready for that. Uh, it, it's that Anakin Skywalker meme that's just going nuts. He's talking to Padme, and he says he's ERCOT in this situation, and he's saying, um, "What does he say? The Texas power grid isn't equipped to handle the cold." And then Padme says, "But it can handle the heat, right?" <laughs> Laughing and question mark. And then it zooms in on on Anakin, and then Padme says, "It can handle the heat, right?" No, you know, yeah. yeah. And then they, no. he then he turns into Darth Vader and he turns your and Wes's AC off. I'm excited you know, to see how they're going to blame this one on uh, the wind energy failing. I, I wish that that guy that either, I think he owned a small plane or his buddy did, then he flew it into the IRS building. I wish he waited mm. and just done that to the Uricot building. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because fuck them. I don't they, condone uh, violence, but. Well, they maybe, on the Uricot, maybe on the Uricot people in the building. They could have know. done this a little earlier. It's 100 degrees in Austin today. Yeah. But your your power is on as of now, yes? Yes. You're, it's going to go a second. Mark, have you adjusted your AC at all to get to be hotter in your house to, to try to help Uricot? I just found out about this today. I, I will say. I'm, They're asking you to, to hold out till Friday, by the way. I did adjust uh, 100% this winter all the way to what they said and then some. You really um, have no choice I'm, when they took your power away. <laughs> well, before they took my power away, I listened to them be like, can you please do this? And I did it. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do it this time because I listened to them last time and it didn't work out for me. So I don't, I don't know how to answer that. It's, it's catch. Yeah. Well, There's too many fucking people in Austin. Thanks, Joe Rogan. Thanks, Elon Musk. Like they can't handle the hot or the cold anymore in Austin because there's too well, many people and they, they say that it's because they have multiple power plants offline. Which, no, why it's is because that? there's too many people here. 
Well, no, that they said it's oh, it's yeah. record usage plus. Right. For some reason, they have power plants offline. It's a little bit would, more. Uh, huh? It's a little bit more shady politician doings in terms of building an infrastructure that can sustain the situation, not the oh, amount yeah. of people there. Don't don't get me wrong, Pat. The entire system is flawed, and ERCOT needs to go. It's wow. a stupid system, but. Until it does, there's too many people here for ERCOT yeah, they, to work. They can't sustain because there's yes. too many people. Right. They need to. But I don't think it's a quick fix to get rid of ERCOT is the problem. So every summer and every winter now, we're fucked in the ass. Tell you what, your pits are going to be sustained at the end of this. You know? Oh, yeah. And the other problem is, is there's Yellow. so many people moving here from other states like we did, you know, 13 years ago that are experience, about to experience their first Texas summer. And those AC... Units are going to be working overtime. Oh, yeah. So many AC units go out in Texas. Like the, the when it first gets really hot, so many like AC units on their last legs just completely go kaput yeah. every year in Texas. It's hilarious. Cats like the heat, luckily. My cats are going to be fucking loving it. Just rolling around like a bunch of assholes in the 85 well, degree house. I hope they don't shut your power down, but they might. So be great for the show. That really would be oh, fun yeah. for the show. Totally worth it. <laughs> would be fun for the for show. For the listeners, I hope it happens, yeah. <laughs> I well, for the listeners, I hope so. But for, for you, I hope that you're okay. So um I don't want to see it. <laughs> couple things we gotta follow up on. <laughs> Listen to the hive hour this week on patreon.com slash hard factor if you want to hear an in-depth discussion about all the upcoming movies, top movies of all time, and stun gun Larry at the New Jersey flea market. Who uh, Made a Pat. little bit of progress on trying to find that guy. If you go on my social media, you'll see who it is. His name might be Mo, uh, oh, and Mo. he might own a uh, a company called Mo's Supplies and Survival Supplies, something like that. Uh, he's, 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 yes. he's Mo. He's yeah, Mo, Mo, right? He's probably Mo. Yeah. It's he's like Mo. an army army uh, surplus store. Mo definitely looks like he runs like a store. Like no that. website, uh, which is very Mo. Of course not. No, I mean very Mo. Uh, Mo's military surplus. And survival. Yep. There you go. You can get a good surveillance camera there. I can guarantee it. Like to have a conversation with Mo on how to survive uh, ERCOT. He wouldn't like ERCOT. No. No. Uh, It is June 15th, which means it's also Fly Kite Day and Global Wind Day. So that makes sense that those are together. Wind and kites. Uh, Justice for Janitors Day. Big day for janitors. Magna Carta Day. National Day of Prayer for Law Enforcement Officers, uh, National Electricity Day. Urcot's fucking up on National Electricity Day. You got it. That's amazing. National Kiss a Wookie Day, National Lobster Day, National Smile Power Day, National American Citizenship Day, Nature Photography Day, World Elder Abuse Awareness Day, and Worldwide Day of Giving. So pretty good day. National National Electricity Day. Yeah, you should let ERCOT know, Mark, that they're fucking and, your world up. And wind day. See the I, already, mm. I already quote tweeted them to go fuck themselves, <laughs> which is probably not good. They're probably going to shut my power down. Where does he live? If they uh, can selectively do it, you're definitely oh, first. They can and they will. <laughs> also, on this day in history, June 15th, in 1215, the Magna Carta was sealed by King John. Makes sense because it's Magna Carta Day. Uh, it guaranteed personal liberties uh, to free citizens. So... 
it was signed under uh, threat of civil war, of course, but big news for people's rights. Um, in 1762, Austria used the first paper currency on June 15th. In 1775, George Washington was named the commander in chief by the Continental Congress of the U.S. In 1844, Charles Goodyear patented how to vulcanize rubber. In 1846, the U.S. and Britain agreed on the 49th parallel as the northern border of the U.S., in 1864, the Arlington National Cemetery was established on Robert E. Lee's former land. In 1940, this was the day, June 15th, that France surrendered to Germany in World War II. And in well, 2000... You could, you could say France <laughs> surrendering pretty much any day. The World War II was a big one, but you could... Some sort of surrendering pretty much every day in history. Yes, that was probably their most yeah, their most notable one, of all yeah. time. Yeah, right. 1940, uh, June 15th. And in 2007, Bob Barker retired. And in 2015, a great day for everybody was the day that Jeb exclamation point Bush announced he was running for president. So big day, June 15th, historically. Right in the middle of the hottest month of the year. Yep. It's August. Yeah, it's August. Is it August? Well, yeah. August is hotter. Yeah, going with the theme. It's not even technically the summer. <laughs> yet. Start of summer though, so you're it half right. It is the right. start of summer in four days. S- summer's the hottest season. Half yes. right. Thank you. It is the yeah. hottest season. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> in some parts of the hemisphere, most days used <laughs> that season. <laughs> yes, it is. All right, uh, daily I'm coming buzz. home, mom and dad. <laughs> Honorable mentions. <laughs> Are you going to move home? Are you going to? I'm, I'm getting the fuck out of Austin as soon as I possibly can. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, man. I wish I could get. The I'm fuck getting out the of fuck out of this hellhole as soon as I possibly can. I uh, joined Tim Dillon. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't even make it a couple of months. Yeah. Uh, all right. Daily buzz. Let's let's get it going. Honorable mention was Urquhart. Um, sorry, Mark. Mm-hmm. Urquhart's just uh, doing their thing down in Texas. Benifer, though, uh, is doing a lot of PDA all over the place. They're getting caught making out all over the place, so they're definitely back. Uh, College World Series, RIP to LSU and that one. They're not going to Omaha, but Tennessee and whoever else is. Those were the honorable mentions. Number five in the buzz today, Chrissy Teigen has broken her social media silence since being discovered to have bullied the fuck out of Courtney Stodden and other uh, children over social media from time to time. And she's basically just apologizing for being a troll in general. Uh, She says that her meanness to get clicks was fucked up and she hopes that people can forgive her. She's in therapy, blah, blah, blah. Just owning up to the very insane things she said. Which she should have done like the day one. She took like two weeks to. She took. No, no. She took like a month, Mark, like a month and a half. Like, yeah, yeah. that was the obvious conclusion that was going to happen because it's it's not like she didn't do it. So she was always going to apologize for it so she probably just should have just done that just happened several weeks later yeah um so i guess she's sorry now also the shit she said was still insane so who knows what happens from here number four juneteenth trended again uh because it's this weekend june 19th and people are looking up what to do to celebrate the last slaves in the u.s being emancipated in texas on june 19th 19th uh, so not 1865. Uh, lots mm. of local celebrations. You weren't far on. off, Will, honestly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. 100 years off, though, to be fair. Uh, lots of local celebrations going on, like Legacy Fest in Tulsa uh, going on uh, from June 17th to the 20th in honor of Juneteenth. And it's happening in the historic Greenwood District that was burned down by a racist mob 
1921 in Tulsa, 100 years ago. So that's a pretty meaningful event this year. It should definitely be celebrated, but unfortunately, it will be without AC this year. Well, Oklahoma, luckily, is not part of the Texas grid. So Tulsa, they will have AC free to the public with live entertainment, uh, celebrating black culture. If you're in Tulsa, enjoy Legacy Fest. If you're somewhere else, I'm sure there's a Juneteenth celebration going on. Yes. And if you're in Texas, Mark, which is where Juneteenth, you know, like happened because it was the last state. Right. Ma- in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're probably going to be dealing with some hot events. Go Con- to the pool. Context, baby. Um, no one has suffered more than you. Oh, it's a joke. <laughs> no, I know. Going with the theme. I know. <laughs> Going with the theme here, Pat. It's going to be hot. It's going to be gonna hot. Get, it's it's going to be hot. You and every other asshole on Instagram is going to make that same joke. But I do, I do, I do want to remind people Juneteenth. This is something that I, I, I was big on last year. I think they should make Juneteenth a federal holiday because, like, there's not enough federal holidays in June. There's, there should definitely be a holiday in June. Yeah, well, we're huge proponents on the show of one like major holiday during a Monday through Friday per month, so that you oh, get yeah. off, you get a day off of work once it a month. Could be a time off. It. I mean, Juneteenth Juneteen sounds like a perfect one, right? For June, great one for June. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I agree with Wes. Probably won't happen. They don't like giving us free time off. So, we'll well, but the slaves have suffered more than you, Mark. Shut up, Pat. <laughs> Enough to get a federal holiday. Number three, H O D L. Hold on for dear life. That's what that stands for. Trended on Twitter because cryptocurrency is hopefully starting to make a comeback. Bitcoin broke forty k. Um, oh, again. So everybody's H O D L. Yeah, because Elon on. said Tesla would take it again. Oh, good. Is that is that's that why? That's that's why. Yes. Oh, gross. Yep, it's an Elon manipulation again. Oh, yep. Okay. It's yeah. partly that. Also, the SEC said they they need two months before they come out with their report on Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Ripple. So, so get it now. Two more months, baby, yeah. or don't get it at all. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I did Depressing. get Ripple today. Depressing reasons for the bounce back. Didn't realize those were the re. Okay, number two, Capcom trended uh, for having a terrible E3 presentation where they didn't <laughs> announce a single new game. Um, so normally, game creators go to Cap go to E3 to you know announce new games like we talked about yesterday. Several studios have been announcing all their new games. Capcom, I, I Capcom just went up there, I guess, and did nothing so they just got buried in memes on social media it was the number one trend on twitter they couldn't even come up with like a new street fighter game no no and so everybody was burying them the memes and this one again of course the anakin is so hot right now anakin is capcom capcom and he says we will have an e3 conference and then padme says so you'll announce new games right and then it zooms in on anakin he says nothing and she says so you'll announce new games right and then no, they didn't. They, they were still trying to it. ride that Street Fighter wave, which, granted, <laughs> is a big wave, but well, it's over. Hell yeah. No, I mean, you could reskin a, a Street Fighter game in like a week. They've yeah. got good content. I don't know why they decided well, to do nothing. Why do you think biggest... that is? Yeah, like, what did they do? I think stage? people are just saying they fucked up like 2020. The pandemic hit them hard. But that's they what just, I'm saying. Like, Someone must nothing. have walked in there like being like. All right, I'm the guy that did Street Fighter. And so like, what yeah, they no, did, you said that no. last year. They had a presentation, Pat, but before the presentation, there was like a screen that said, this might not include any new games. And then I think they just did a like a reel of their they, old games. They reserved their time slot and then 
whatever game they were working on, the development team was like, no, we can't. We can't. It's so we, bad. We can't announce it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's what obviously. But they knew that beforehand. So this whoever did Street Fighter was like, don't worry. They love me there. I'm a street. Uh, watch this. <laughs> Some guy dressed it's, up it's, like Guile or M. Bison. Um, <laughs> he walks they should have like, sent out M. Bison, really. You, you, you think dressing up like a Nazi here doesn't fly, but it does. Watch every year. <laughs> he walks out like M. Bison. Zangief would have worked, or the guy uh, with the long arms, Basim, whatever his name is. Yeah, Dalsim, I think. Dalsim, yeah. Great game. Yeah, I loved. I was a big time Dalsim guy. That that oh, the, yeah. the reach. I was, mean, like, I was Honda. Tr- I was Chun Li. Yeah, I, instead of the fast hands for me, Honda, I did the fast kick with Chun Li in the corner, and it was oh, game yeah. over. Game over for whoever was in that corner. You were a lot of fun. A lot of fun to play with. Do you remember the fucking kids who would have the turbo controller? Yeah, with E Honda. Like, oh, that's not fair. It's yeah. not fair. The turbo, the, like, yeah, yeah, the turbo. Yeah, it was fucked up. E yeah. Honda would just crush you. Yeah, you were a psycho if you did that shit. Turbo. <laughs> well, they had like the control. They already is turbo. There's no <laughs> fucking point turbo. to it. Yeah. yeah. The worst was the um the guy who like just did shock like the oh, green guy Blanca. Yeah. Nah, that was Blanca. my second guy. But he, that was good. It was it, it was so hard to get the shock. The shock lasted, was so great. It lasted Arcade, like one second. Yeah. Also, Vega underrated. He could climb. Oh, on Vega the fence. was good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he had, had a different lifestyle. Reach. Vega did. He was alternative lifestyle. A lot. Well, a lot of people don't know this about Blanca. Yeah, okay. Pride he Month. Was, um, he uh he was on an airplane with his family, and it crashed in the rainforest of Brazil, and he was raised by indigenous folk. Um, so sad story with Blanca. Well, I mean, but he uh, also was like there was there was radioactiveness or something. Yeah, some type some of chemical involved there. that made him. Yeah, they put him in a tube in the movie. They yeah, just tubes. like we're just military testing him. Yeah, he's he's. You know what he is? He's the Wolverine. I know that. I know you might say right. that the other guy but is Wolverine, electrical, but he's the Wolverine of Street Fighter. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, you might say the guy with Wolverine claws is Wolverine. Vega, but, but right? But, Vega yeah, is yeah. definitely but, more like Wolverine for sure. If it wasn't for that other character with Wolverine claws, Blanca <laughs> would definitely I mean, be in the running. I, I understand. <laughs> To a noob, yeah. <laughs> it would be really attractive to say that Vega is most like sure, Wolverine. Sure, But from an attitude perspective, Blanca clearly. From a chest hair perspective, yes. He had, yeah. he has the same triangular chest hair. That's right. As Wolverine. So. <laughs> you can All suspend right. it. You can suspend animation. Or if you're blind, uh, then it's Blanca. You're not Capcom. Compare him to put... the Hulk. He's green. He's yeah. huge. Could have done the Hulk. Except, yeah, he's except the Hulk. for the electricity. <laughs> it's not that type of party. <laughs> Capcom should have just put this conversation up at E3. It would have done better than yep. whatever the fuck they did. Okay, number one trend today because the trends honestly weren't that great. Trump trended, which made me think, is the UFO report out? Which I looked it up and no, maybe it's supposed to be out before the end of the month. So hopefully we get that. Uh, but then made me think about aliens in Antarctica. And then uh, thanks to Big Ounce, Garrett in Iowa, and Jesus Loves Knockouts for sending me these coordinates. 72 degrees and 36 seconds south, 168 degrees, 34 minutes and 40 seconds east. Now type that in to your Google right now. And what will you see when you pull it up? The fifth ocean. You'll see this. Whoa. You guys see that picture? Holy shit. What is that? That is a face in Antarctica. So... Uh, that that's uh, I'm gonna zoom out. I've got also got the zoomed out version. So this, if you look it up in a uh, Google Earth, that's that what it looks that like. That doesn't look out. like anything. Uh, those are mountains, and then yeah. you zoom in. That, that looks is like in a the face. mountains. Definitely a face, right? Like, cause like, yeah. look at the mountains around it. Okay, 
regular ass mountains, except for that one spot. Looks fucking crazy. Oh, now I see it. Yeah. Zoom so, in. What yeah. is it? It's a face. Uh, it's a that's face. a big ass face, is it not? It's a giant face. It's like it's it's fucking huge. It's it's like yeah, like like a mountain sized face, and it looks like it is carved in to a mountain buried beneath the snow in Antarctica. I don't know what it is. It does not look natural to me. Does it look natural to you guys? Could it be a statue? Like no. Maybe they're not this big. Maybe they're normal size, but it's a statue for this type of alien, like a giant statue built. Right. Yeah. That's it, what it, there's. It's gotta be. Yeah. Right. Well, it's, it's, it's not, I hope it's not like a skull. Yeah. I hope it's not like an actual to freight to size. What if it was a fucking skull? Right. I yeah. mean, like it's huge. It's the size of a mountain, and it's a face. If if you're listening and you can't see those pictures, it's it's a face under the snow. It's in Clover. Antarctica. It's Cloverfield Mountain, big like full. Cloverfield monster. It's crazy. Uh, so it was posted uh, by UFO Scandinavia. They're the first ones that saw it on Google Maps. And uh, the question is like, what the fuck is it? They guess that it's like some type of ancient civilization that built some kind of like, uh, you know, carved out mountain structure. Uh, but like, what the fuck? You know? Well, okay, Will, you got huh. Okay, give us some context here. Um, is it? Is it just the wackos who are like emboldened because the UFO reports coming out that are saying this is some sort of real face or has an actual scientist verified that it's a face of some sort or uh, Pat, do we not you know? Have, you have eyes and you could Google Earth that image. And I'm just saying, what do you think the fuck that is? Who I don't know, man. It's a face. Yeah. Looks like a face to me. It looks upset. It looks like someone's mistreated it. I'll tell I'll tell you that. Right. It doesn't Which, look happy. Well, yeah, well, speaking of uh, looks like a the cover bit... of that Disturbed album, kind of. Yeah, he's he's a little disturbed. Well, mm, wah, uh, uh. he is disturbed, and it disturbed me, and it oh, reminded wah. me of the story. Uh, uh. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of Operation High Jump in yes. 1946, mm -hmm. where no. Rear Admiral Richard E. Byrd took 4,700 men, 13 ships, and 33 aircraft down to Antarctica to establish? a U.S. base, and test flying conditions in the extreme cold. I haven't uh, heard of it. Okay, well, now you have. The documentary The Secret Land was filmed during that mission, won uh, the Oscar for Best Documentary in 1948, I believe. Uh, the mission, no other movies, right? Yeah. Against itself. The mission was yeah. abruptly canceled in early 1947 due to reported worsening weather conditions, but Admiral Byrd, told the press, which was only printed in Chile, uh, that he encountered a new enemy that could fly, quote-unquote, pole-to-pole with incredible speeds. All the U.S. papers reported that he was talking about how we could be attacked from the air, you know, by jets from either the North Pole or the South Pole. Uh, but according to alleged Russian spy information from the Stalin era that was subsequently leaked in 2006, he was actually talking about being attacked by flying saucers and apparently his real mission in Antarctica was to root out any Nazi bases that still remained, not just test flight conditions. Um, the accounts wait, that wait, there were Nazi bases and aliens there. Yeah. Did well, I hear that right? they, they were they were going. Yes, potentially. The Ooh. according according to uh, the account. So the, the That's account, a rough scene, the accounts yeah. that corroborate the UFO story come from the USS Brownson. And uh, the radio man apparently claimed that the UFOs rose up out of the seas, like we've heard reports of, examined the ships for a long time without attacking, and then eventually sank at least one ship, the USS Maddox, um, and fired enough weapons that scared the Navy away, and then they subsequently canceled uh, Operation High Jump. Of course, none of that matches the official Navy records. That's just conspiracy. Well, you know what that reminds me of? When they shot down the... 
USS Maddox, the one ship, like the show of power there, like just the uh, you you leave that scene. That's like a diarrhea situation at the slip slide. You're gonna shut down Operation right. High Jump the second that ship gets sunk. Yeah, and the you're UFOs not just lasering you to death. Yeah. Shut down yeah. production. It's like diarrhea all over the place. Not mm-hmm. happening. Well, you know, take it. You know how you want to take it. There's a giant face so under well, the snow. Just, just out of curiosity, so th- this face was st- first discovered like um, th- three years ago, almost today. Right? Uh, so, correct. <laughs> no, a few, a few years <laughs> ago. So I don't think I don't think anybody's seen exactly yet what's underneath it, though, Pat. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're it's on their list. They're going to make it there. I mean, to, somebody to see what nope. it is. I mean, the do you think the deep state's in a in a rush to see what's in there? No. I'm just curious how it came across your desk. They know what's in there. Three, they're, they're in a rush three to have three us not years talk later. About. Oh, well, high jump what made it number be... one on the trending buzz list. I think, I think it's two years later, Pat. Well, and if you were listening August. to the beginning, if you were listening to the beginning, I said yeah. there was garbage in the trends today. So right. Trump trended. Then that made me think about the UFO report, which then made me realize that we haven't addressed uh, aliens in Antarctica. Will saying, I have the microphone and you will listen to every last word I have to say. <laughs> I, mean, I uh, very much enjoyed I, it. Will, it got, it Will, got saying, my Will saying sometimes he likes to talk about things he actually yeah. finds interesting and not just the fucking Google trends. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's a proprietary algorithm, Will. Wouldn't Operation High Jump uh, be part of the disclosed thing in the in the UFO reports, though? Like that, yeah, the they should. They should. Yeah, that no sounds chance. like no it, chance it will be in there, though. Yeah, yeah, they're giving it. They're giving us everything in those. Uh, yeah, high jump would be in there if they were. Yeah, they ain't. Yeah, I'm with Wes. They ain't. They ain't. Well, Antarctica, we know is a mess. <laughs> we don't know what's going on over in Antarctica. I'm uh, intrigued though. Now, some cold anti semites down there. <laughs> you think you think that the Nazis stayed? That's the, I mean, the alleged <laughs> people think that the Nazis could have held out. The Nazis are still in Antarctica, freezing their ass off, eating seals and, and penguins, yeah. <laughs> living inside the giant alien head. Uh. Uh, all right, uh, let's move on. Uh, listen up, dog lovers. <laughs> uh, we got a new best in show champion uh, that has been crowned at the 145th Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. The Westminster, of course, is the most prestigious of all dog shows, and it is every breeder and handler's dream to one day be crowned best in show. Um, it's the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest of Dog Shows. Um, and I don't know about you guys. I used to watch this thing religiously as a kid. Um, I know we're all dog lovers here. Mark owns caps, but we all love dogs. You guys, I like to try to catch the final round when they, right. It's in show. It's amazing. It's like, you know, you sit, sit around, drink some wine and watch the Westminster Kennel Club. I've always taken issue with it because you can't tell how they're scoring these dogs. It just seems that like this, you know, whoever has got the pointer is just like the, this one's the winner. And you're like, okay. Can I get an explanation here? Right. It's just that's their favorite dog. It's favorite. all up to one okay. person. Yes. It's, yeah, one judge very decides it all. It's a very <laughs> relaxing show. You put on the Westminster Dog Show, and it's very calming because it's just a bunch of pretty dogs yeah. prancing right. around. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. And luckily, hopefully like your dog breed gets in the finals and you can root for it. It's very exciting. Um, and normally when a winner is crowned, the whole country rallies around that dog, celebrates its victory. Even the competitors are happy for the handler. Uh, of course, uh, the winning breed does suffer immensely as a whole from the win as demand for that type of breed uh, skyrockets and overbreeding occurs. Pretty sure that happens. Not really sure, but I think it makes sense. Anyway, like I said, I remember seeing the Tibetan Mastiff for the first time on there. It's mm. breathtaking. Oh, it's what a gorgeous dog. Yeah, what a gorgeous dog. Anyway, like I said, usually the winner is celebrated, but this year's winner, a Pekingese, which is a breed from China, is ha- uh, having its day in the limelight stripped away by yeah. jealous losers and cancel culture pussies who seemingly could not wait for another Pekingese, especially this Pekingese, to win best in show so they could spew hate on the breed, its owners, and the people responsible for creating such a ridiculous looking creature. Um, what happened? Was it juicing? No, so, um, no, so here's the winner. <laughs> it's gonna, Chinese. I mean, I think people yeah. just have, have a bias. That's what it looks like. There's there's the winner. Wasabi. Isn't it cute? It's adorable. Adorable dog. Um, looks happy to be there, right? So the first looks criticism. Like a slipper. Yeah. Well, there you go. Mark's, oh, Mark's, they, they Mark's they in on the hate. Like this is the problem. Yeah. Looks like a fucking slipper. <laughs> this is this is the problem, Mark. Okay. So the, the first criticism coming from Chinese? haters and losers on Twitter yeah, is this, chi- this, this Chinese dog breed is yep. named Wasabi, and it's owned by a white guy named David Fitzpatrick. <laughs> so that's racist. Um, even oh, though so the- that, wait, they're saying that his, he can't name his Chinese dog a Japanese name because he's white? Yeah, even though the dog was named after its mother, Wasabi. Who's, who's saying this? Three people on Twitter, you found? <laughs> oh, everyone on Twitter. Everyone on Twitter. Everyone on Twitter is saying it. Who's spinning this narrative? Everyone. <laughs> okay. Look at this. Like this guy, James... Jung, me an hour ago, quote, yay, a Chinese breed won the Westminster Dog Show. Me now. Wait, this white man named the dog Wasabi? He's outraged. Oh, give me a break. Um, Others publicly shaming the dog, like Julia Carpenter, who is a writer for the Wall Street Journal, who uh, shared this tweet so everyone would know she's a dog shaming lesbian. Uh, Here she is. Um, Me, look, Wasabi won the Westminster Dog Show. My girlfriend, no, that's what we pull out of the shower drain. I mean, fucking ridiculous. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah, right. Um, Oh, right. It does kind of just look like a pile of hairs. I'm trying to think of the movie with the the alien animal that's real furry that it looks like. And I can't think of it, but it looks like that. Yeah, it looks critters like, it looks like too ridiculous. Might be critters. Mm, yeah. It might be critters. Yes. Yeah. Um, others took to twi- Twitter to virtue signal how much they care about dogs. Like this woman who has a very racist name for a white woman, Jemima Harrison. Um, let's, uh, let's see what she had to say. Where is she? Uh, fuck. I don't know if I have, wait, there it is. Yeah. Wasabi wins the Westminster dog show in the U S sitting on a cooling pack to stop him over from overheating in the air conditioned arena. Second pick what a champion Pekingese looks like on the inside, the terrible price. These poor dogs pay for human vanity. So she just wants Look to at save that skull. Look at that misformed. <laughs> it looks like a skull. fucking chicken. Wait. Yeah, yes. that looks terrible. Okay, it is tiny. It is tiny like a chicken. So she's saying that the Pekingese like breed shouldn't exist, period, because exactly. it's, it's cruel to have them but live. So she wants to kill all people Pekingese. say this about do- people say this about bulldogs. Uh, she's I mean, a eugenicist. She's a she's, she's a, a um, she's a breedist. Yeah, she's like a, she's like Margaret Sangler or whatever. The lady who wanted to like out breed out. Yeah, mm-hmm. like like. Uh, is- oh. This is rich coming from a guy that wants to get rid of all pit bulls. Oh, the, the monsters. <laughs> this, this, this is just people this is are just rich. calling for people to outlaw breed is, is monsters. Throw that picture um, back up, Wes. 
So, like, yeah. a, a dog skull is pretty distinct, uh, distinguishable, right? Like, it's a very unique shape. This is like um, if you took a human skull and then you cut it away at the nose and then threw a bird mouth mm -hmm. on it. Yeah. Now, you know it's what it looks weird. like is like that one of the the, the like Koopa from the uh, from yes. the Mario movie. I'm bringing up a picture of it. It yeah. looks like Koopa from the Mario movie. I yeah. got you guys. Don't worry. Yeah. So it. uh, it'll be popped hey, in soon. Uh, yeah, so Jemima, tell your tell your aunt uh, her so for, is racist. So for real, so people are, are pissed because he named the dog Wasabi. That's well, yeah. Well, let's let's get a close up of Jemima's profile picture so we see what's really going on. Ah, there it is. She's a big dog person, and she's hating on the small yeah. dog. That's the problem. She's got a picture of a big hound dog with her. Um, this is so the problem. The dog looks yeah. like this. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the <laughs> way, <laughs> underneath, yeah. like the bad guy what's from that? Mario. That's that a Mario from, movie that's from Koopa. like the 1990s. That's Koopa from the Someone terrible Mario movie. Someone took huge fucking liberties. I like, this still haunts me to this day. Because that Mario movie with John Leguizamo came out like 92. And yeah. the you know all the characters. And Bob, oh, so bad. And Bob Haskins right. And then they throw this, then Koopa pops up and just some asshole was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm just ignoring the canon and I'm making my own fucking Koopa. Yeah, this is not Koopa by any means. This is supposed to be Bowser and it looks more mm. like a Pekingese skull. It's crazy. Yeah. A lot like a Pekingese skull. Yeah. Um, another Twitter hater thinks they are the decider on what a pet should and shouldn't be, and pets that they don't like should be outlawed. I mean, what like Mark already called me out. What kind of monster calls for a specific breed to be outlawed, right? Um, Workshy says, mm, it's not okay. Breeding and keeping dogs like these should be illegal in the 21st century. I mean, okay. why is that good? It's a thing to carry, place on a cushion, groom. What kind of pet is that? The, um, these people, these people who like get angry and then just ascribe everything as being racist or oppressive, mm -hmm. need to just relax. Yeah, like, yeah. like, like, if, if, if everything pisses you off because it's racist or oppressive, guess what? You're overreacting all the time. Oh yeah, like, I, I do. I do think that thing looks like a slipper, but I guarantee you, it's the happiest thing on planet Earth. It gets yeah. groomed, yeah, every oh, that day. That dog loves its and life fed, and fed like the best food. <laughs> and it gets, it's treated better than ninety nine percent of human beings on you planet Earth. You think that Earth. thing that, that thing doesn't get its dick sucked Absolutely. by its owner? Then you're wrong. Yeah, right, it I know. gets that massaged. Pekinese gets its dick sucked by its owner. <laughs> yep. Um, and finally, <laughs> it's fine. My, Finally, this is a clip I'm going to play. My personal favorite, this hate-filled rant from CNN anchor and dog breedist John Berman. Just listen to this. This is appalling. Now, Wasabi seems like a nice, small dog. Very small. Somewhere underneath the hair is probably some bubbly charm and a warm smile. Probably. Who can say for sure? His breeder and handler uh, says Wasabi has is right there. showmanship. He fits the breed standard. He has that little extra something, that sparkle that sets a dog apart showmanship and sparkle which is nice you know what else is nice legs where are wasabis <laughs> but again the larger issue here is not with wasabi who really does seem nice though small but this is the fifth okay, time buddy. the pekinese is won it is this what we want to celebrate yeah. in america rarefied excessively combed in a tiny bit inbred lineage Breedest. this was the 145th show and you know how many labs or golden retrievers have won Zero. Zero. Oh, look at this guy's haircut. He's such a possible? lab guy. Oh, what yeah. disqualifies them besides their accessibility, overall normal dogginess, and legs? How so come my labs no never win? Golden retrievers. And then what might be the biggest outrage of all? No this guy's a crybaby. Yeah. So nice, 
so friendly. So he goes on to whine about how there's no mutts. Clearly, he doesn't know what the fucking okay, Westminster well, we is. Of, we <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's the kettle right. club. It's AKC, we should get rid right? of the Kentucky Derby, too. We don't have, like, wild horses that are, like, you know, a little bit malnourished in the Kentucky Derby, either. Right. Like, no what? Mustangs have won yeah. the Derby. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we're this dealing with. This guy's the reporter for the Westminster Dog Show? No, he's just a CNN anchor with a, oh with a trying to be, he's got a- With got six court. labs. Right, with it, six this labs. Is, this is way too woke. This is way too woke. It's xenophobic. This, this entire is. thing. We're gonna get. We're gonna get rid of the Westminster Dog Show now. What can we have? We can't have anything. We have Nothing. to. It ha- we have to have a, an equal mutt show now. I would. I would like that. It's don't give me. No. It's not as prestigious, but I would watch a mutt show. Nobody we have it. It's called it. the ugliest dog competition. Yes. Nobody I would watch, would like, watch like an it. ugly dog. No, I wouldn't be like, oh, that dog should win an award. But I'd be like, that's a hilariously ugly dog. Uh, yeah. That's a mutt. That's a yeah. mutt. Like have them like wrestle or something cool? like yeah. that. Just like and not Worst a competition. smelling but... fart competition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Uh, untrainable yeah, which, situation. This is, this is the same week. This is the same week where which can uh, lick peanut, peanut Washington... butter off a fourteen-year-old's balls fastest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Washington Post is also uh, coming down on bird names for being too racially insensitive. Dude, we week, gotta. So. I gotta get out of this country. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's what's going on. Poor, poor Wasabi is is just having her her, her day in the sun or his day in the sun stripped away by all these woke pussies. So, uh, you know, if you all see right. Wasabi on the street, give him a little pet and tell him it's telling me, tell him you love him. <laughs> tell him it's OK. Yeah. Your name's not racist, pal. Yeah. No. <laughs> there he is. Wasabi. Good yeah. win. Uh, all right. Let's take care of some business, guys. How many subscription services are you paying each month? Do you guys even know? At least 15. At least 15. So they million. add up. And sometimes we don't even notice uh, the monthly deductions from our bank accounts. Uh, you probably signed up for a bunch during quarantine, you know, uh, extra TV channels, whatever, you know, get get a free week here. Forget to cancel it there. Uh, but now that you're heading back into the world and you and your family no longer need all those apps and streaming video services, you need to get rid of them. Eighty percent of people have subscriptions they've forgotten about. And you're probably one of them. What are you doing to save money and take control of your finances? How do you keep track of all this stuff? Well, you get Truebill. It's the smartest Easiest way to, to manage your finances. It's got an easy-to-use app. You rever- your, review your recurring charges in one place. You can cancel them directly through the app um, and then create a monthly budget and expenses, track and evaluate your saving goals, automated savings, a ton of features that will help you get control of your finances, um, and you can a- identify fraudulent activities so you, nobody takes advantage of you. Um, work with many, works with many of the, the nation's top providers to negotiate and lower your bills, including AT&T, Spectrum, T-Mobile, uh, uh, high bank level security, so you can feel good about your finances. People think they spend around eighty bucks a month on subscriptions, but they actually spend closer to two hundred bucks. Truebill has saved users more than fifty million, and now you can save money too by going to truebill.com. Uh, the average person saves seven hundred twenty dollars a year with Truebill. Get started today at truebill.com/factor. Take control of your finances and start saving at truebill.com/factor. Truebill.com/factor. Hell yeah. Um, Because the the last thing that you want to hear come over an airplane loudspeaker when you're 30,000 feet in the air is all strong males to the front of the aircraft to handle a problem passenger. Uh, Especially if at first glance you might be confused for a strong male. Uh, Also, I think it's a little sexist. Maybe there's a Division I women's shot put team on board. Okay. They They could make it more inclusive. But the reason I'm well, in a time of crisis, though, you got to just ask for the men because you got to average it out. Muscle versus weight. Kind of all, thing. all women with a uh, synonym like large or big 
Modify Bertha. Please come to the front. Yeah. All men. Bless <laughs> yeah. The funny adjective. All women with the funny adjective nickname. For bless all, your nickname. All BBWs to the front, please. Yeah. <laughs> Large men and women who go by the nickname Tank to the front of the plane to deal with a problem passenger. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's exactly what happened. And what went out over the intercom on a Delta flight from Los Angeles to Atlanta on Friday when an off-duty Delta agent tried to take control of the PA system and uh, he said, quote, that he was going to take the plane down. Not good. Not good. Right? Very not good. Um, so I actually have – there's a video from, uh, from Twitter user yes. at Ali fucking Burns – um nice. and I'm gonna play it for you guys. So uh here we let's go. Let's let's take a look. So they're in the cockpit. They're getting after it. What you can't see is that the off-duty flight attendant is dressed in a helmet and elbow and knee pads for some reason. Oh he wow. knew he was gonna get taken down. Oh. Yeah, the flight attendants are rushing to the front. So they're pulling him out of the cockpit. Here come the strong men and the tanks. Jeez. This dude's nuts. Yeah, well, this dude is nuts. So, uh, yeah, helmet, knee pads, elbow pads. How do you get get that on the plane? Like, like, because, okay, you were... In a backpack, you have yeah. it in a back. Act like you're a skater. But you, you or work for Delta. You have it in they, a like they're gonna see you taking your helmet out, and they're gonna be like, "Hey, yeah, yeah." But you still have a bag. Like he's got a bag or some shit that he like can carry around. I am an aggressive sleeper on the. Plane. I need my helmet Jolt around a lot. Mm-hmm. Hit, hit my head on the wall. Did he wear him yeah. on? Like when he? I was don't know. There's not info then? about it. Like, just that he. That's what he was wearing when he went for the fucking plane. What? Why yeah. didn't this numb nuts just do this on one of the flights he was attending when he had access to the cockpit? Right. right. Hey, you want some coffee, uh, sir? You want some coffee? Here's Probably because he wanted to get caught, is my guess. Uh, He's well, crazy. So there yeah. has been a trend as of late, um, and it's kind of rightfully so, with uh, not this, but flight attendants snapping back at shitty passengers. Because people have been... Re- like, people who won't put the oh, mask people on. People have been total whatever, right? Like, for example, you know, yeah. a grocery store worker got slaughtered... Uh, yesterday for asking someone to wear a mask inside uh so there has been a couple of videos that have come up of flight attendants being like um we're gonna ground the plane because you guys are being total assholes to us and we don't deserve that now i don't know if that's what this guy was on if that was like his tip yeah but why would he go after the, after the pilots i don't know case? i don't know i'm just theorizing do you have a theory i don't know why he would do this no he he's went crazy. crazy he's he insane went, he yeah. went crazy pat the crazy lost turned lost on. his mind it was like the crazy was battling, and it was like, "Up, oh, I yeah. won the battle. I'm crazy." Right. He's yeah. like, I'm, "I better get my crazy. helmet, yeah. my knee pads." Once he started packing the helmet, <laughs> he yeah. rollerbladed yeah. down the <laughs> down the aisle of the cockpit. He's like chugging whiskey, and <laughs> packing crazy. his fucking crazy. <laughs> won the second the helmet went in the book. Bag. He's definitely yeah. drinking. I'll show them. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the plane made an emergency landing in Oklahoma where the Delta employee was arrested by FBI. And um, here's another passenger's account of the situation um, where he makes sure to let everyone know that he was totally about to step in and stop some terrorism, but totally couldn't because nice. they had it under control before he got his chance because he was totally an able-bodied man. Damn, this is uh, at the Benjamin Curley. Um, let's let's play Benjamin's video here. It's pretty great. But there was an attempt to take down a plane today, tonight, actually, and I was on that flight. 
Apparently someone uh, made an announcement over the loudspeaker and said, everyone, please take your seat um, and get ready to put on oxygen mask and then attempted to open the door of the plane. I was unaware of this. I was at the back of the plane a long two Pretty minutes far after back. that first announcement. The pilot made an announcement and said, all able-bodied men, please come to the forward. There's an emergency. Come to the front. <laughs> I got about halfway up. Right before um, we were told to go back to our yep. seats, the situation was under control. Yeah, okay. Okay, Benjamin yeah. Curley. <laughs> he was about to throw down, dude. Benjamin was about to fuck that dude up. Cars halfway, done. They had it covered, yeah. Way down the aisle, and they were like, we, don't, we, we got enough dudes, we got enough dudes. So I said, if you need me. I hit, I hit my shin halfway up, and... <laughs> Definitely got taken out by a shit. Sure, Curly yeah. looks like he could maybe break up a kindergarten fight, but not this grown man shit oh, that was God. happening at he the front of the fucking plane. That guy should not be <laughs> yeah. out in the sun. Mm. Oh my God. Um, yeah, pretty it's good. Crazy, pretty good, right? Yeah, well, I love just how I had to put that. It in is. Uh, okay, All but right. um, let's let's take it to the internet real quick. This this one won the internet. This is from Leah Morris six six, and it's in response to Curly's video, and it's. Tell me you were on Spirit Airlines without telling me you were on Spirit Airlines. So, yeah, that's pretty mm -hmm. good. But no, it, it was Delta, but he didn't say Delta at all in the video. Yeah. Nailed I it. I know, I know. Right, but still, that's girl. Nice. That was good. That was good. Nice internet. Okay, uh, before we get to the TikTok international moment, i got one last ad for you. Okay. Uh, when they say mental health is a journey, they mean it. That's why it's important to prioritize your mental health and wellness every day. Uh, as you can see from... All the stories we've been talking about, like the last one, it's pretty important. When you work on yourself, it brings positive changes in all areas of your life. The long-term effects of therapy can give you the tools to deal with challenges as they arise, strengthen your relationships, and give you a more positive outlook on life. There's no better time to invest in yourself than right now, and that's quite literal. Talkspace, always true. it's always true. Always right now, today, when you're hearing this, when you think about it. Talkspace is the number one online therapy platform that has thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and more. Your therapist can help you set and achieve your goals. And guess what? Talkspace is a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages to your therapist 24-7, and they'll engage with you daily, five days a week. Talkspace is a secure and private platform using the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store client information and complying with the latest HIPAA regulations. And as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace to match with the licensed therapist today. Go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use the code HARDFACTOR to get $100 off. Very important. If you're thinking about it, you need to do it. Um, guys, TikTok, international moment. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Some sort of sound effect. Uh, okay, apparently... Super Troopers has not made its way to Pakistan yet. Otherwise, they would know you don't mess with cops' orders if you're a fast food burger joint. Am I right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a liter of Coke for a oh, liter, liter of cola. cola. Liter of cola for a cop. Uh, mm -hmm. Sadly, the 19 co-workers at Johnny and Jugnu in Lahore, Pakistan, learned that lesson the hard way when they were all arrested Saturday night. Uh, what did they do to the police officers' meals, you ask? They charged them. They charged them for them. Uh, so <laughs> several days after, yes, several days after foolishly denying the police officers' request for free burgers, the J and J manager, then the entire kitchen, 
Then the entire staff were arrested and held for seven hours where they were harassed by local police. Uh, turns out they can't do that, though. And nine of the police officers have now been suspended. The, <laughs> the police uh, are so corrupt there that uh, J&J came out and said on Facebook, this isn't the first time this has happened to them, which leads me to wonder why they didn't just give them the fucking burgers. Uh, and Pakistan's right. right just, what do you mean this isn't the first time that happened? Pakistan's so you, police are just a mob. You yes. like going to jail? Uh <laughs> Pakistan's Prime Minister Imran Khan has called for a reform of the Punjab region's police force, going as far as saying local politicians have appointed cronies to run police stations there. Uh, so, oh, yeah. what a time to be a Pakistani cop. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, though. Time of Pull your life. Time. You're beating people for not giving you burgers. Time of your How life. How many burgers were they eating? Because it's kind of like if you're any sort of normal business person. If a cop asks you for a free burger, it's kind of the perk of the job, right? Like they're risking their lives. You want that those guys in your business as much as possible. He, that's why cops get free coffee at 7-Eleven and shit. J&J charges everyone a fair price. Pat. OK, that's I'm just saying these guys must have been seriously yeah. taken advantage, you know? Yeah, I there's 19 of them. Or no, those that was that was, that was the work. They held hostage. It was at least nine cops suspended, though. Well, nine so. cops. That's a lot yeah. of burgers. Yeah, especially when they're ordering for like their families and stuff. And yeah. Anyways, uh, a 76 year old Indian man who had 39 wives and was said by his tribe to have the largest family in the world. Uh, and with 39 wives, I would say also the most patients in the world. <laughs> am I right? <laughs> I thought you were going to say penis. <laughs> has died. Wow. Uh, he died, wow. uh, leaving leaving behind everyone. Uh, the man had uh, one more wife and a few more kids than American television star Larry King. I don't want to see him. Man. I don't want to see and, uh, him. <laughs> Larry also died this year, so bad year for guys who married way too many women. Uh, Ziona 39. 39 wives. Imagine the infighting between 39 wives. Yeah, you got to you got to be on it. That's, this you think is there's a, one alpha wife in that situation? Out yes. of 39? Probably there a few. always is. Probably one in each click. Probably, wow. but one overall, and then umbrella style, one over those. Uh, Ziona Chana is the man who had 39 wives, about 100 children, and 33 grandchildren, who all lived with him in a four-story structure that had over 100 bedrooms and not nearly enough bathrooms. Holy shit, they're uh, all in the same place? You're always going to be a few bathrooms shy when you have the largest family in the world, though, right? Comes with the territory. This dude uh, had a fucking hotel for his family. Yeah, it's a structure they called it. Yeah, it's been reported <laughs> that Chana was willing to add more wives and children shortly before dying, and that he liked to sleep with at least seven or eight of his wives at the same time. And I'd say to that, oh. sheesh, that guy could have used a few more penises, like the subject of our next story. Uh, researchers in Australia have finally solved the world's greatest mystery: How come uh, echinadas? Can kid, only get kidness. how come a kidness can only get two of their four penises hard yeah. at the same time? That's, that's cruel, a huge question. Huge joke, God, <laughs> yeah. Echidnas are also the only mammal besides a platypus that lays eggs, so they produce milk and lay eggs. But scientists seem pretty intent on solving the penis mystery first. There's mm. a look. There's a look at their dong. Oh yeah. For, Oh, it's got four penises. We've seen four this penises. before. It's a multitasker. Four literally heads. four penises. Well, it's one yeah. penis with four heads. That's correct. Uh, yeah. it, was it echidnas? Echidna. Echidnas uh, are often run over by cars while crossing the road and need to be euthanized. But luckily for the Australian science team of jealous men, 
The echidna penises are almost always in great shape post-euthanasia. So Durable. Se- yeah. yeah, so several 3D models later, and scientists figured out that the echidnas actually control the two erection maximum by tissue, and that alternating pairs of erections allows them to ejaculate 10 times in a row without significant pause like a sprinkler. Machine gun style. Exactly. Uh, their four penises are for sex, as peeing and pooping is done elsewhere on the body, and they do not have scrotums or scroti. Uh, and you know what they say when you have four penises, who needs a scrotum? That's what they say. point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what they Don't say. need it. I got the four <laughs> penises. <laughs> I got other things on mine, Doc. Yeah. yeah. What's a scrotum? Yeah, no, they are. They have. They have a good time. They use the penis for pleasure only. All four of them. Kidness. Wait, Damn. what the hell is a scrotum? They say. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You know what they say when you have four penises. What the hell's a scrotum? What's a scrotum? <laughs> That's a gross looking penis. That's disgusting. Yeah. Yep. It's weird. It looks like a. It looks like a slender wrist with uh, four weird mangled dickheads on the end of it it's these just, guys oh. these guys spent so much time dissecting the penis and like looking for like the, <laughs> the flow they're like we thought it was a valve system where they switched on a valve and turns out and it's like they spent hours and hours and hours looking at these yeah they have more than enough and creating uh, models they have more researchers than they need um you need any extra yes. help on the uh the echidna stuff or the maybe the project may, is I don't really know, interesting. Maybe solve the mice problem or the fires or the I don't know the fifteen things going wrong in Australia. You crack the I code on how to make first all four of them first. hard yet? You can't show a scientist a dick with four heads though, and then not expect them to just get totally yeah. lost and sure they to figure it out. Drop they drop everything. They almost had uh, cancer cured. <laughs> Does that dick have four like heads? It's like a gearhead <laughs> with a classic car. <laughs> <laughs> They're just gonna keep tinkering until they get it working. <laughs> Honey, I'm not going to be home All for a while. All the cylinders firing. I solve this. Yeah. You wouldn't believe it. This echidna, his dick's got four heads. Yeah. I I'm thought you late. almost cured cancer. No, this thing had four penises. Can we get them all hard at the same late, time? Honey. No, only two. <laughs> We're working on it. it <laughs> My boss is coming down on me hard. I got to work yeah. this weekend to try to get these four dicks hard at the same He's time. He's breathing down my back like an echidna with two erect penises right now. I'll give the first man that gets all these dicks hard a 20-year-old <laughs> bottle of scotch. <laughs> That's just two again. Is it the same two? <laughs> All right. Uh, Guys, the uh, creators of the animated Batman spinoff, Harley Quinn, say that they were told to uh, remove a scene where Batman performs oral sex on Catwoman. And the reason that the uh, DC DC Comics brass gave for Batman not being able to go full alf on Catwoman's calico was, quote, heroes don't do that. Oh, 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 yeah. You know what this? Well, heroes only get service. That's a bad look. You know what this is? No, no, no. This is uh, DJ Khaled got into somebody's yeah. ear at DC. Yeah, did DJ Khaled write this script? <laughs> Guy with DJ Khaled's body, Boy, I don't get it. Really, does not have the uh, the leeway. Does DJ? Does he I not go like down on chicks? He never. No, yeah, he, he refuses. He refuses. 
He said he doesn't okay. go down on his way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No one said he was a genius. Yep. Musical, maybe. Musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, according to co-creator Justin Halpern, um, they clap back at DC saying, are you saying that heroes are just selfish lovers? And apparently DC was like, no, it's that we sell consumer toys for heroes and it's hard to sell a toy if Batman is also right. going down on someone. Oh, right. They're like, they're like, in our mind, Batman doesn't have any sex. He doesn't have genitals at all. Like that's, that's what they're He's saying. He's like a Ken. Well, right. Yeah. That's what to that. Doing. I say, at least it was Catwoman, and he wasn't trying to go down on Batgirl. Am I right? At least it was age appropriate. Mm-hmm. Good point. So that's good. Point. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, consensual and all that. I mean, well, no, they should have, Dude, superheroes should be able to get laid, and superheroes should definitely be able to lick some box. It's Catwoman. Like it. well, <laughs> it's gonna be pretty good. What the, the <laughs> yeah, the Amazon <laughs> show. What's it called, Mark? The 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 boys. They they, they fuck great like rabbits show. On that, the in boys, that show. great yeah. show. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Like in terms of like you know wanting to sell Batman's figure to like a five year old. And you don't want the five year old watching I that scene. No, if I'm but. well, with Batman's the the last couple have been R, no, and Robert Pattinson looks. This looks like an R too. So if I'm like, let's say 12, 11 or twelve, and getting in to sneak into the R rated movie, uh, you know, age appropriate for that, um, I'm going to be pretty pumped about Batman if it's my first experience seeing someone go down on someone and it's well, my hero going down on Catwoman. I'm and like, also heck yeah. DC should yeah. really embrace being much, much smuttier than Marvel. Like it's right. all DC is supposed to be the yeah, they're not owned by Disney to Marvel's Playboy. Like right. it's it's supposed to be more hardcore. Yeah. They should put that scene in slow mo, well, if you ask me. <laughs> and they, they could, Mark, probably. And you know that Bruce Wayne and Alfred have, uh, have worked on something <laughs> out of Wayne Industries to make sure that Bruce Yeah. Some sort of gadget. I don't know. Oh Maybe. yeah, the tongue. The, uh-huh, the, bat, the tongue. bat tongue. Oh yeah, <laughs> bat tongue. <laughs> That's gonna do it for Hard Factor. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and gals, give us a follow on social media. Check out the Patreon if you want some extra content. And uh, most importantly, have a great fucking day. Yeah. No. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Okay. Now get out of here. Well, that's right a little now. rough, right? No.